It's a Locked On NFL Thursday. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, here with Alex Clancy. We have a lot to talk about on this Locked On NFL Thursday edition. We are going to start by talking about the Pro Bowl weekend that will be for the NFL and how it compares to some other major sports. Then we are going to talk some quarterback movement. We are going to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo, who certainly will be dealt what teams make the most sense. And then there are two other high-profile quarterbacks who could be on the trade market this offseason. Which of those guys is more likely to be traded? All of that on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Locked on NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. NFL fans, it is another edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast, a Thursday show. Once again, I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland. Happy to be back after missing last week's episode. Back with Alex Clancy, of course, and we're going to be breaking down a fun, uh, a ton of fun. NFL topics. Before we get into them, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Also, want to thank Get Upside for being the official sponsor of today's show. Make sure that you download the free Get Upside app. Use that promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. But we are going to start discussing the NFL's Pro Bowl weekend. So, of course, you have the Pro Bowl game on Sunday that will be between the NFC and the AFC. But what I think is even maybe a little more appealing is the skills showdown that will be happening. Uh, It's going to be very interesting to see exactly what goes down in these events. We we have precision, uh, precision passing. We have thread the needle. We have best catch, fastest man, and then the epic Pro Bowl dodgeball Mm. event. So, Alex, the question really becomes here. The first question is, are you more excited about the game itself? Are you more excited about the skills competitions? Skills, for sure. I mean, dodgeball, whatever maniac decided to put dodgeball in as a skill position, that like, that's the best. It's the best. Odo Beckham Jr., in the dodgeball, you know, competition is must watch TV. And it was for the first couple of years. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's dodgeball and this, like we really get to see how good these players are, like how right. difficult football is not with dodgeball with, with the other skill position uh, the, mm-hmm. with the other, um, you know, the, the, the skill competitions, like the thread, the needle quarterbacks are so good at football. You know, right, it's just wild. Right. It's just wild to see it like completely stripped down, and these guys just competing with their with their peers. It's awesome. What about you? Yeah, I think I one mean, of the I think one of the cool parts, especially talking about the precision passing. So one of the cool wrinkles they have two quarterbacks from each conference, you know, playing in the precision passing competition, but they also have one non quarterback and kind of like and and we'll touch on this a little bit. I like the idea of, and you know, obviously the NFL's Pro Bowl weekend is not super exciting for everyone. I think one thing that would really spice things up is is have guys compete in competitions 
that aren't necessarily natural mm-hmm. to their position. So like having a non-quarterback in the precision passing, have, you know, maybe a defensive player in the best catch, kind of like how the NBA did uh, the skills competition where they have, you know, you shoot the layup, you pass the ball twice, you have to hit a three-pointer, you're dribbling up and down the court. They had big men start doing that competition with the guards in the wings just a few years ago. And I kind of like the the idea of having some guys do things that, that their position doesn't necessarily lend them to do on Sundays. Because like you said, these guys are so good. They're so talented. They're incredible athletes. And all we see is what they do at their position throughout the regular season. But I would love to watch, from a Titans perspective, A.J. Brown do the precision passing. I would love to watch a, a defensive player like a Jalen Ramsey participate in the best catch competition. So I think that would be pretty interesting. So I'm with you. I'm much more interested in the skills competitions than I am the actual game. And that kind of leads us to the last part of our opening conversation. When you look at the MLB, they have the legend softball game, the home run derby, the all-star game. You look at the NBA with uh, the rookie versus sophomore game. I know they changed the name of that, but that's essentially what it still is. The slam dunk contest, the skills competition the three-point shootout, and then the All-Star game. Out of the three major sports in America, which do you think has the best All-Star weekend? I think it's the NBA. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, even though the dunk competition has kind of lost its luster a little bit ever since Nate Robinson tried the same dunk 40 times and missed <laughs> 39 times and still won the dunk competition, kind of kind of sullied it, you know, soured it. But right. talking about players doing great, like the three-point competition will always be near and dear to my heart. It's just like, it is insane what these gentlemen can do. Uh, the skills competition's fine, but I, I just think as a package, I just think it's better. You know, and it's yeah. because there's, you know, in the NBA one, especially the All-Star game, it's like, let's hope nobody pops a knee. That's football. People don't really right. get injured in the All-Star game in basketball. So you don't have to really worry about, well, I know you don't play defense. No crap. Because, yeah, you're maybe getting, you know, you know $100,000 to be at the game, but you right. could miss out on, you know, the millions of dollars that aren't all fully guaranteed. So I feel like the enjoyment level is, is heightened because you can really enjoy basketball because the catastrophic injuries don't happen as frequently, if ever, in all-star games. Yeah, and I also think that if you take football and you take basketball and you play them with a lack of intensity – basketball is still endlessly more entertaining. You know, uh, it's more entertaining to, to watch a, a a big dunk in basketball, even if they're not playing defense, because it's still awesome. A big right. run in the Pro Bowl doesn't really seem that cool when you can tell that the defense isn't tackling. That's why I think one change they could make is make it by quarter. Like, you got to win each quarter, and then at the end of the game, who whichever side has won more quarters wins the game. So that way, each individual quarter is a, hey, we got to win this. And then the intensity starts to creep up in the Pro Bowl as you get closer to the end of the game. And then the tiebreaker, because you don't play overtime in a Pro Bowl, the tiebreaker is whoever scored more points throughout the game. So make the win be mm. whoever won the most quarters and then make the tiebreaker be points. And maybe that'll increase the quarter-to-quarter intensity in the Pro Bowl. But I'm with you generally. The NBA's is much better because without the intensity, it's still far more entertaining. But we are going to get into some quarterback trade talk. One quarterback who we know is going to be traded, talking about landing spots, and then two quarterbacks that we think will be trading or will be traded, deciding just how likely it is, which is more likely to be traded, where they might go, all of that. But first, 
do want to tell you guys about our title sponsor for the show, Get Upside. NFL fans, there's an incredible app that anyone who buys gas has to know about. It's called Get Upside, and right now our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, and you'll get $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump ever again. Get cash back using Get Upside. Download that app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot get up to two. $300 a year in cash back. And here's the thing. There's no catch. The cash back goes right to your GetUpside account. You can cash out at any time directly to your bank account, your PayPal, or to an e-gift card like for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the free GetUpside app. All right, second segment, Locked on NFL Thursday. Tyler Rowland, Locked on Titans at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. Me at Clancy's Corner, Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, bigger and better things are coming. And it's just, it's not going to stop. And it's pretty sweet. Um, listen, there's going to be, I feel like every NFL offseason just overshadows the one that happened before it. Like, sure, there's going to be, you know, outliers and stuff, but, I mean, potentially three top-ish quarterbacks could be on the move this offseason. We're going to talk about two in the final segment. We're going to talk about one right now, Jimmy GQ. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> is going to be on the move. Like, as a Cardinals fan, I kind of wish the 49ers would have made it to the Super Bowl so they would have had to keep Jimmy Garoppolo for his final the final year of his contract or make it more mm-hmm. difficult to move on from him. Um, there's a lot of teams that would see Jimmy Garoppolo as a gigantic upgrade from their current quarterback situation. Yes. Tyler, there are a couple teams that you brought up. There are a couple teams that I have in mind. I mean, namely Pittsburgh is one um, Mm -hmm. where he would be a fit, a culture fit. He's a good teammate. He's a pretty good leader. He doesn't do anything uh, off the field that brings anything into question. I mean, he is he went he went on a date with a uh, you know Kiara Mia early on, right when he got his 137 and a half mil contract. But, Just so everyone is aware who that is. Uh, may not Google know them it. by name. Google it. Uh, she is, let's just call her an adult content creator. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very highbrow. Very highbrow stuff. <laughs> and um, so for you, are there a couple names, a couple teams where you're like, man, that'd be a fantastic fit for Jimmy G? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Jimmy G throughout his career, for better or for worse, has been linked to Tom Brady. So why would Jimmy G not be a perfect fit for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I feel like that's a perfect spot where he can slide in. No, Jimmy G is not Tom Brady, but he's also a guy who's not super mobile, who likes to take his underneath routes, take what the defense gives him, makes the smart play, do all that. Now, again, Jimmy G is not Tom Brady, but if you're Tampa Bay, I feel like that's the the smoothest and the easiest path to kind of Yeah, you're dropping down a few notches going to Jimmy G from Tom Brady, but that at least allows you to keep some semblance of the way the team was, and I think it gives Tampa Bay the best opportunity to still compete 
for a chance to win the Super Bowl because Jimmy G has shown that while he may not be an elite quarterback, he's definitely a guy you can trust to play winning football and not absolutely wreck your team during the regular season and get you into um, the postseason. I think that's super important for a team like Tampa Bay, who is you know coming off of losing Tom Brady and, and the feelings that kind of permeate throughout the organization when you lose a guy like that. I think getting Jimmy G in there and seeing what he's done gives gives Tampa Bay an opportunity to at least feel good going into next season about what they could potentially do. Yeah, I mean, the only issue I have with that is the one thing that it seems like he has issues with is throwing the ball deep down the field. What we've seen in his history is, is he has trouble doing that, and that's what Bruce Arians does. Bruce Arians mm-hmm. is go routes. No risk and no biscuit. We saw it here in the in the desert. He had Tom Brady. They had major issues two years ago trying to you know install that into Tom Brady's regimen with Chris Godwin and and uh, Mike Mike Evans lining up you know on, uh, alongside each other, just chucking the ball down the field. Um, you know, but the thing is that Jimmy Garoppolo is an adult. He is a he's right. an established quarterback. He wins a lot of football games. And there are a lot mm-hmm. of teams who don't win a lot of football games. Now there's one for me. And unfortunately, you and I both have a different person that we're going to be talking about next segment whose perfect spot is this team. But if you tell me the Cleveland Browns couldn't use a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, you're wrong. You know, like, and and listen, I, just spoiler alert, I said that Aaron Rodgers' perfect spot would be Cleveland. I believe you said that Russell Wilson's perfect spot would be Cleveland at some point when we were discussing it. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo can hand the ball off with the best of them. Jimmy Garoppolo can throw short, intermediate routes with the best of them. He can do that. He's very efficient like that. And I think he's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. You know? So yeah. the the only thing is the 49ers aren't going to take Baker Mayfield unless right. they don't think that Trey Lance is ready yet. Now, and and that's that's the tricky part because they you'd most likely want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo for draft picks because they don't have any high draft picks, and you may be able to, may, may be able to recover a second rounder for him at this point or a late first, depending on the team that he goes to. That's the only yep. little snag with that. Well, that that's why the last team that I want to mention here, they don't get a lot of buzz, they don't get a lot of coverage. They've kind of been pushed to the back burner in terms of all season chatter. But why wouldn't the Carolina Panthers? take a chance on Jimmy Garoppolo. They simply need an adult in the room at quarterback. Sam Darnold is not that. We know that. And you talk about being accurate on your short passes, getting the ball to your playmakers, handing off the ball. Who better to dump off the ball to Christian McCaffrey a thousand times than Jimmy Garoppolo? So I I think that Carolina wants a big-time quarterback. They don't have an avenue to really get one right now with everything going on with Deshaun Watson. I don't think that situation gets resolved for 2022. Uh, So if you're Carolina, I think there's some logic in maybe getting Darnold out of there Maybe maybe send Darnold to San Francisco, and they would have you know Kyle Shanahan would see that as a, a good backup and fallback plan if Trey Lance doesn't completely fall through because Darnold's still young. Maybe you can groom him into something special. So either way, I think that Carolina 
would be a good option. Like I said, Tampa Bay, a decent option, even with some scheme issues. I get what you're saying in Cleveland. I think that Cleveland probably take one more shot on Baker when he's healthy and see what happens there. But either way, I think those are three logical options. Pittsburgh in there as well. But for me, I, I think that Jimmy G just would fit best and best landing spot for him and best spot for his team. I'll ultimately land with Tampa Bay. I think that's, that's a fair. smart move for them. I mean, I, the best place he fits is where he is now. I mean, let, let, let's not That's get it twisted. True. Like this team, the like if they had drafted Trey Lance with the twenty seventh overall pick, you know they you know they had made it deep in the playoffs, and it wasn't a high draft pick that they gave away two first, and they flipped obviously their their first round pick last year. If that wasn't the case, he would still be the quarterback. It, I, I'm firmly believe that all he does is win football games when he's healthy. Give me a break now. They're gonna remember. They're gonna realize how much they miss him once they trade him and once they mm -hmm. see him flourish in some capacity in a different environment. But I think the Kyle Shanahan's offense is too. It's too predicated upon a, a more athletic, like a more uh, flexible um, uh, quarterback, a dual threat ish quarterback yep. than what Jimmy Garoppolo can lend. Coming up next, mm -hmm. there's two other quarterbacks that could potentially be on the move. They could potentially stay. We have no idea what the hell is going to happen, but we're going to talk about two potential landing spots. Oh, no, we're not. No, we're not. We did that this segment. We're going to ask which quarterback is more likely to get traded this offseason, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. First, there aren't odds on that because Tyler and Maya's content is way too, you know, next level for there to be lines like that anywhere. But for everything else, Ben Online has you covered. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march to the Super Bowl. And, you know, there's other stuff to wager on. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline is the minute, it has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games, which is huge. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online, where the game starts, and I'm so happy. Tyler, we've talked about this once or twice. My, You know parents have their favorite child, like they do, but they won't tell you, or they do right. tell you and they're terrible parents. I don't know. Um, my favorite child is Rock Auto. Okay, not only because I need it because I don't know anything about cars and also because I get social anxiety in very few places. One, it's fitting rooms at clothing stores like I buy things and just take them home and hope they fit. If not, I'll if not, I'll, you know, just return them and right, chain right. storefronts with car stuff because I have no idea what I'm doing. That's why rockauto.com is so important with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models. It's impossible for chain storefronts to have all of the parts that you need for your car or truck. That's why rockauto.com is so easy. Rockauto.com search um carpet, man. And it pulls up the carpet for you know what your car needs, tail lamps, paint, whatever. Everything's at your fingertips. You don't get upcharged 30, 40, 50, or even 100 percent for specific things. Like Rock Auto has people like me, the do-it-yourselfers, completely covered. And that's the most important thing. There's no, there's no uncomfortable conversations, nothing like that. So Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Time to cap off the show with some more quarterback talk. So we are going to 
Talk about Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, two high-profile quarterbacks who are rumored to be on the trade market this offseason. Which of those quarterbacks actually gets dealt? Where do you think they might get dealt to? Uh, I'll start number one. I, I don't. I'm going to say this. I don't think Russell Wilson gets traded. I think ultimately Seattle, because Seattle doesn't have a convenient path to their next quarterback like Green Bay does. I, I think because of that, Pete Carroll's age, John Schneider, I don't think they're ready to do a rebuild. So I actually do not think that Russell Wilson gets traded. Um, I disagree. I mean, I, I don't like, and, and, you know, it's, and, and the reason why I is first of all, because I've been saying this since the beginning of this season, this past season, I told you that they were going to cut bait on everything. this yeah, offseason. So I'm going to stick with it now. Demise the whole time. Yeah. So I don't, I, I can't back off on it now. Number one, because if I'm right, I'll look like a flipping genius. And if I'm wrong, who cares? You know, like, right. but, but, but no, but all, all joking aside, like, They've reached their peak, you know, and I know that Russell Wilson, the way they ended the season was at a very high note, but when Russell, when you call out your offensive line and you say things like that and you say, I don't want to be traded, but if I were to be traded, this is where I'd want to go. That's intent. That's not wanting to be there anymore. Russell Wilson is, mm -hmm. you know, good dude, obviously he's kind of, you know, he's, and he's a good leader. And if somebody offers them three first round picks, they're going to trade him. Like, I don't, I don't understand the disconnect. You could get, with who's on their roster right now, who knows what's going to happen with Bobby Wagner. You could probably get a second or third round pick, probably still, probably a third round pick for him now. That's one. And then Jamal Adams, they may have to give a draft pick to get somebody to take that contract take off that their contract. hands. Yeah. But there's a lot of possibilities with the Seahawks. And I think that even though Pete Carroll just signed an extension, you know, I, I just think that the best thing for them moving forward is just there. Do you want to be middle rung? Do you want to be a B minus student from here in perpetuity? You're not going to win a Super Bowl with that roster. Yeah. We've seen yeah. it. You're right. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right. And that makes sense. But I don't know. I guess I just, with how old Pete Carroll is, I would be shocked yeah. to see him want to kind of hit the reset button with probably only a few years of his coaching career left. But that. Kind of takes us, I do want to say this, one last note on Wilson. Cleveland would be a smart destination, but I have been saying all along, Pittsburgh makes the most sense for Russell Wilson. They have weapons, which is similar to Seattle, in uh, skill position players. They have a good defense, and they have a crappy offensive line. Sounds like the Seattle Seahawks when they were good to me. But moving to Aaron Rodgers. I do think Aaron Rodgers gets traded. I think ultimately he does get traded. Uh, he does get traded to the Denver Broncos. And I think my reasoning here is like I kind of mentioned before, Green Bay's ready to go to that quarterback on the rookie deal. You're in year three of Jordan Love. You have to make a decision on his fifth-year option. You have to take advantage of that rookie contract, which is so valuable in the NFL when you have a starting quarterback, a good quarterback on a rookie contract. They've missed out on the first two years of that. Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be the MVP two years in a row, and the Packers still weren't able to do jack squat in the playoffs. So you might as well let Rodgers go. He's been a malcontent all year. Let him go somewhere else. See if the grass is greener on the other side. Play your rookie, uh, your rookie deal quarterback. See if you got anything in him and decide what you have to do going forward in the future. I do think that Aaron Rodgers gets traded and, it's uh, very easy, but I do think Denver makes a ton of sense, especially with Nathaniel Hackett being hired as their head coach. I just don't understand why Aaron Rodgers would ever want to play 
Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes four times combined a year. Like there's easier places to go to win divisions. Aaron Rodgers hasn't had to compete for a division in like a decade. So the fact that he actually has to show up for games against tough opponents four times a year, I just don't like, I get it. I, of, of, of course I understand the logic now. Heck dude, Oakland made the playoffs this year. You know what I mean? Like they're no pushover. They're not awesome, but they're no pushover. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's, it's immediately going to be a first place schedule compared to what he's used to. So right. like there are like my, like, is, is it a wish list or is it I, who I think they're going to get traded to? I still think Cleveland's the best spot. Cleveland or Pittsburgh are the two best spots. One, because one Cleveland, because they'll love him immediately. You know, Pittsburgh is going to be a little bit tougher. Like they'll love him, but the ego stuff ain't going to fly in Pittsburgh. It, it's not yeah. going to fly. Now, Cleveland, you give me even like Donovan Peoples-Jones, Jarvis Landry would be a pro bowler with with Aaron Rodgers. Are you kidding me? Jarvis Landry, he's a bigger Randall Cobb. They have three tight ends who are good there. They've got the two two top, you know, 14 or 15 running backs in the NFL. And they spent a billion dollars on the offensive line. Like all they have to do is draft, and they've got one of the better defenses. Like a ready-made Super Bowl team is Cleveland with Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Even though it's you a know, tough division, also you have Cincinnati, you have Pittsburgh. It's not as tough have, as the West, though. Right, right. And he's used to playing in the cold, so that, that doesn't bother him. One one thing I will say here, and you know, I, we try our best. Obviously, I cover the Titans, locked on Titans. Alex covers the Cardinals, locked on Cardinals. And you know, I and Alex the same. We do our best to not let our own coverage of our teams flood into an NFL, you know, national show. But I will say this. Now, making this happen would be nearly impossible, and I recognize <laughs> that. But in a vacuum, I I think it's possible that you can say the best landing spot for Rodgers to win a Super Bowl might be the Tennessee Titans. Tweeted that. I mean, tweeted that right after they lost. Tennessee's the perfect spot. Right. I mean, you got Julio and AJ outside. You got Henry. Foreman looked pretty decent. The big downfall here is the Titans don't have a great pass-blocking offensive line, which mm-hmm. Rodgers has basically been behind a, a good pass-blocking offensive line, maybe the best pass-blocking offensive line for years. But Titans obviously have a ready-made defense, nine sacks on Joe Burrow, tying a playoff record. They, you know, with Julio and AJ combined, went for over 200 receiving yards in that playoff game. The Titans as a team ran for 140 rushing yards. What killed the Titans in that game was Ryan Tannehill being a bonehead and throwing three terrible decision interceptions. So if you simply swapped him out with Rodgers, I think that is a red, it's almost like a Tampa Bay situation for Tom Brady, in my opinion. Not quite as great because of the O-line, but I think it's pretty, pretty similar. The only issue here is where would Tannehill go? There'd have to be a third team involved. So the logistics of that are near impossible, and I recognize that. But in a vacuum, I think Aaron Rodgers would be a, a pretty good fit. And, and you want to talk about the ego. You want to talk about his cantankerous personality and how he's kind of rubbed people the wrong way this season for different reasons that we don't get into here. Well, I think that personality and that thought process that Rodgers has been on all year would be welcomed in the state of Tennessee. So I think out of all the communities and cities that he could go to that would be on board with his general line of thought, I think Tennessee would check that box. Um, And it's a weak division. 
Yes, incredibly weak you know, division, you know. uh, and that would be very appealing. Even though he's in the AFC, and some could argue the AFC is more difficult, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know if I believe that 100%. But, uh, he ain't winning win playoff games anyways, so it doesn't right. matter where he is if he right. makes the playoffs. Right. He's the one right. seed he gets a bye, whatever. Like That is mm-hmm. getting the playoffs and go win a damn football game. They could easily be the one seed in Tennessee. You know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Tennessee was the one seed. With 91 players on the roster and Ryan Tannehill throwing 14 interceptions on the season. So I think if you swap him out for Aaron Rodgers, that would make the Titans better. And I think it would give Aaron Rodgers just as good of a shot to win a Super Bowl as before. But that's a little bit of quarterback scuttlebutt for you guys. (laughs) Talked about the uh, All-Pro. Real quick, before we go, one word to describe the Washington Commanders. One, two, three. Hey, we accept that. Ugh, yeah, just a scoff. We accept Boring. If, if, if there was a closed caption on this, that would be scoff at the bottom is what they would say. Uh, I'll go three, two, one, underwhelming. They, they just could have <laughs> done so many different ones. I want to put this on wax. The pigskins would have been the right name. The, mm. the pig moniker, the pig mass, the hog mollies thing. That's a big thing in the culture of the Washington uh, football, professional football franchise. Pig skin, the Washington pig skins literally translates to Washington football team. You could still call them the skins. I, I just think it would have been perfect. I think commanders is like you said, um, boring. Really, more than anything else. So, But that's going to do it for us today. Uh, Q and Chris will be here on Friday to take care of you guys on the Locked On NFL Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Tons of great content during Super Week from the Locked On Podcast Network. Check out Locked On Rams. Check out Locked On Bengals. The Locked On NFL Show is going to have a live content from Super Week. The Peacock and Williamson NFL Show is going to be live in L- in L.A., so... Tons of great content. Make sure you guys check it out. Make sure you subscribe right here to the Locked On NFL Podcast so you never miss any of the daily content that we're going to be putting out as well. But that's going to do it for me and Alex. You guys have a great week.